This podcast provides audio versions of live webinars. Please see the episode description for a link to the full presentation. Welcome to Listen In, a bite-sized bio podcast series allowing you to access the best of bite-sized bio webinars wherever you are. Hello, this is Ava Amson, welcoming you to this bite-sized bio webinar, which today is sponsored by Eppendorf. Eppendorf is a leading life science company that develops and sells systems for use in laboratories worldwide. Divided into the business units, liquid handling, consumables, separation and instrumentation, bioprocess and workflow solutions, the product portfolio includes pipettes, pipette tips, centrifuges, mixers and ultra-low temperature equipment. In addition, Eppendorf offers a wide range of high-quality consumables. Today's presentation is titled Level Up Your Pipetting, and it's being presented by Hamid Haidari and Marin Rudolf from Eppendorf. Hamid has worked for Eppendorf in various application sales and marketing roles for over 20 years and is now product marketing manager for manual liquid handling. In his current position, one of his main goals is to find the right liquid handling solution for each customer. For several years, customers throughout Europe have benefited from his many years of experience in manual liquid handling through his pipetting training courses and workshops. Before working for Eppendorf, he studied biology at the University of Vienna and holds a PhD in molecular immunobiology with a focus on signal transduction. Maren is an application specialist focusing on manual liquid handling at Eppendorf in Hamburg, Germany. Since joining Eppendorf in February 2022, she has been responsible for applications of liquid handling systems and training. She holds a PhD from the Institute of Medical Microbiology, Virology and Hygiene in Hamburg, Germany, where her research focused on visualizing bacterial proteins during host cell infection. As always, we will have a question and answer session after the presentation. So please type any questions you have into the questions box, which appears on the top right panel of your screen, and I'll put them to Hamid and Maren at the end. Details of how to access the on-demand recording of this webinar will be sent to you by email shortly. So now over to you, Hamid, for the presentation. Hello and a warm welcome from my side. So let's start by having a look at the agenda for today. After a short introduction into the topics, I will talk about the different aspects to consider how to level up your pipetting and which tools you might need to achieve it. And at the end of the presentation, we'll have a live demo. Stay tuned. Do you know which factors influence the pipetting accuracy? There are several factors affecting pipetting results. From pipette itself, user, environment, the type of liquid, to the pipettes, there are many, many factors. However, let's focus on the pipettes in this case, as this is our focus topic today. While the pipette accuracy is definitely one of the most important factors, which is highly depending on the pipetting pipette conditions. For instance, if the pipette is calibrated, if the pipette is maintained or serviced, choosing the right pipette for a specific application 
for a certain volume. It is particularly about the air cushion size. And well, depending on the liquid volume, we would like to transfer. Too big or too small air cushion size might affect the pipetting accuracy. Shall we use an electronic or mechanical pipette, which is depending on the number of samples and liquid type? Which pipette suits better, a single channel or a multi-channel? Depending on the type of the vessel we are planning to use and more. Knowing the right piping principle is important. Which pipette principle is the proper one for my experiment? For aqueous liquid type, an air cushion pipette is a good choice. However, in case you are dealing with difficult or challenging liquid, positive displacement system are the best. Well, lack of this knowledge can have consequently a significant effect on pipetting results. But what do you expect from a pipette? It is obvious that a pipette should fulfill a minimum of basic requirement. It should ensure the accuracy and the reproducibility of the results. It's supposed to be intuitive and easy to use. Last but not least, a low fast operation, meaning easy to setting and programming. What do you think? Which type of pipette could fulfill these requirements? An electronic one or a mechanical one? Let's have a closer look at the electronic pipettes. Why should you need an electronic pipette? Many people work in the lab for a long time without using an electronic pipette. They are asking, why should I use an electronic pipette? There might be several reasons for this, like the higher price is something, a purchase hurdle, never change a running system. I do a good job with my mechanical pipette and I am fast at pipetting. Electronic pipettes perceived as complicated due to the comprehensive features. They don't want to leave their comfort zone as they must undergo a learning curve for electronic pipettes ahead of using them. However, what about if someone tries to reproduce your data, for instance, in another lab somewhere else, or someone wants to pipette in a lab high above the sea level? Or the experiment requires complex piping steps with difficult liquids. There should still be correct results, right? You still want a pipette that is easy to use, that produces accurate results independent of the user, the location, or the liquid, and you want it to enable fast work. In the following, I will explain you why it is possible to get this with an electronic pipette and what to look out for when choosing one. What are the advantages of an electronic pipette? Higher precision, especially when piloting large series. They are multifunctional, multitasking, piloting, spensing, mixing, and more. They reduce stress 
and secure FATIC free pipetting. They are a perfect tool for pipetting difficult liquids like whiskers, high vapor, etc. And they offer documentation like pipetting history and a lot more. In the following slides, I will highlight the importance of ergonomics regarding the pipetting. How about the ergonomics? A big advantage of electronic pipette is the low operation force. With a mechanical pipette, you have to push the operation button up and down by yourself to move the piston within the pipette, which can become painful after a while. The piston in an electronic pipette is moved by a small motor, which you control by just touching a button which can make your life easier if you must perform many piping steps during the day. However, some people would be afraid that the that electronic pipettes are less ergonomic, not well balanced, difficult to operate, or heavier than, than mechanical pipettes. But this is not necessarily the case. As with electronic pipettes, it remains important that the device is ergonomically designed with easy to reach control buttons and ejector. In addition, the display should be designed in a fashion that's easy to read with regard to the angle, brightness, and setup. With the integrated motor, it is important that the weight is well balanced with the center of gravity not too high at the top, so it lies well in your hand. If possible, ask for a test of the pipette and check for these features before you're buying it. If designed correctly, an electronic pipette can help you avoid stress of your arms and hands during a busy day in the lab. In general, an electronic pipette should not significantly exceed the weight of a mechanical pipette. So this is also important to be considered as a purchase criteria. Another aspect which is important for stress-free pipetting is an intuitive operating concept. Some people would expect an uh, electronic pipette to be confusing and that you would lose control of the operation. However, an electronic pipette does not have to be difficult to operate. Select a pipette with settings that are well-structured and easily understandable to prevent confusion and mistakes. Avoid pipettes with many submenus and hidden features. In addition, you should always be in control of the piston movement so you can stop and continue its movement at any time and control the blow-off. This is especially important when it comes to whiskers or foaming liquids, where you need additional blowout steps or avoid a blowout to prevent foam formation. An intuitive operation helps you to stay relaxed during your uh, lab work and have permanent control of the pipette functions. Next, we will talk about how electronic pipettes improve reproducibility at different levels. 
When it comes to reproducibility, one factor which can influence your results is the piston movement. With mechanical pipettes, we are nearly always too fast, depending very much on the users, which can lead to imprecision results. The liquid needs some time to catch up with the piston movement. For inexperienced people, there is even a danger of contamination. The pipette, when releasing the control button too fast, and liquid splashes up on the pipette cone. And it is likely then we use different speeds depending on the day and time. We do the experiment resulting in differences between liquids. With the electronic pipettes, the piston moves smoothly with exact stops and defined speed setting from slow to fast. And this is the independent of the user. So no matter who uses it and when, the movement stays the same. In addition, the option to choose a slow movement helps to reduce shear forces during uptake and dispensing of the liquid, which could harm functional units like cells or DNA. Together, these factors help to produce precise and reproducible results, which helps to reduce cost by saving materials and optimize time because it eliminates the needs to repeat experiments. With an electronic pipette, we can dramatically reduce to a certain level the source of error, which is the human being, and increase reproducibility. The impact of a motor-operated piston can even be measured when comparing the random error of mechanical and electronic pipettes. Here, we compared 100 microliter, 1,000 microliter, and 5,000 microliter pipettes, and pipetting 10%, 50%, and 100% of their nominal volume. We could measure the reduction of the random error between 15 and 69%, when using electronic pipettes. This proves how a motor-controlled piston can improve precision and thereby also reproducibility. How about adjustment to specific physical conditions? In addition to a precisely controlled piston movement, some electronic pipettes can further increase reproducibility by offering convenient adjustment options to different physical conditions of either your surrounding or your sample. Generally speaking, a pipette is calibrated to a specific ambient temperature with a specific air pressure using water. Altering conditions can affect the air caution between the sample and the piston inside the pipette. Differences in temperature, air pressure, or liquid density influence the air caution in a way that leads to the aspiration of too much or too little liquid, resulting in inaccurate results. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Listen In from Bite Size Bio. To access the visuals of this webinar, please see the episode description for a link to the full presentation. An adjustment option can make up for this. For example, some puppets can adjust to elongated tips where a larger air caution could reduce the piping results. 
there are also options to adjust to different geographic altitudes and ambient pressure. The air pressure decreases at higher altitudes, resulting in the aspiration of too small volumes, which an adjustment can compensate. Furthermore, some pipettes provide the options to automatically adjust to a liquid with different densities than water, such as glycerol or ethanol. In combination with a specific piping technique, this will increase the accuracy. Alternatively, it is possible to perform different gravimetric measures of a liquid and use the results to adjust the pipette to the specific properties, such as a very high density liquid. Some of these adjustments are also possible with certain mechanical pipettes, but with electronic pipettes, they can be quickly selected and unselected without using tools or the requirement of a specific training in most cases. Let me ask you a question. How reliable are your pipettes? To guarantee reproducibility over time, some pipettes offer an automatic service interval warning based on time or frequency of use, measured in aspiration and dispensing cycles, reminding you of every maintenance or calibration required. This way, you don't have to worry about forgetting to calibrate your pipette and can easily adhere to possible regulations without difficult bookkeeping. A well-maintained pipette helps you to provide accurate piping results throughout its lifetime. In the following, we will talk about how electronic pipettes can help to increase your efficiency in the lab and become faster. Electronic pipettes offers versatile piping modes. Apart from the normal transferring of one volume to another vessel, as you would with a normal mechanical pipette, an electronic pipette offers you many different features which allow for complex piping. Besides, they can prevent errors such as the wrong volume or losing track of which steps you are at. When using the same pipette model, your results become more independent of the users as you can select the exact same setting. This way, you save time and acquire more reproducible results by reducing the human error. Exemplary operation modes like dispensing, reverse piping, piping and mixing, programming functions, history functions, helping you to be more accurate, increase reproducibility and ergonomics. Now it's about how electronic pipettes provides access to digital lab. What is a digital lab? A digital extension of existing product in order to bring piping to the next level as a system. Is it possible to evolve an electronic pipette even further? Our answer is yes. Our solution is the pipette manager. 
The pipette manager is a touch server to control connected electronic pipettes. Appendup Explorer and Explorer Plus, including Movit, can be connected to the pipette manager easily. To work in parallel, customary tablets, Androids, or iOS can also be connected to expand the capabilities of the whole system. What are the capabilities of Appendup Pipette Manager? What are the added values of Pipette Manager, which can ease your daily work life? The Pipette Manager is a standalone plug and play system with no need for internet connectivity. Up to 30 Appendup Explorer or Explorer Plus, including Movit or tablets, can be connected to the Pipette Manager for easy setup and programming. Piloting setting can be entered or changed quickly with just a few clicks, easy and securely. The Append of Liquid Manager will give you guidance around the liquid type. Choose either from the predefined Append of Liquid types or create your own one and share with others if needed. It offers also an automatic documentation of your pipetting steps just by clicking start and that's it. You can easily pause and switch between several recordings, documented steps. And after finishing the recording, export your recording as uneditable PDF file via USB connections and save or archive it as appropriate. Although there are many advantages for using electronic pipette instead of mechanical one, many people are still not willing to move on and change their system to a more advanced system. There are three main reasons I want to mention here. The operation of electronic pipette is still perceived as complicated. Due to the wide range of functions and options in combination with a natural given physical limitation in the screen size, some users see this as complex. Of course, electronic pipettes seems to be more complex as they accommodate much more features versus mechanical pipettes. To make your, yourself familiar with the new electronic pipettes and before fully tap into the potential of electronic pipettes, the user needs to learn the operation, which needs a bit of time. And in some cases, this is a purchase hurdle. However, this is a good investment for the future. Dealing with challenging liquid is always a pain. You need to have the knowledge and experience how to handle difficult liquid when using a mechanical pipettes. Although this is not the proper tool to handle this type of liquids. Due to the budget restrictions or personal preferences, many researchers use air caution pipettes to transfer challenging liquids instead of positive splitting system. And without proper technique, this leads to error-prone piloting, resulting in low accuracy and precision. Puppet Manager with the implemented Liquid Manager will support you to tackle these challenges. With it, handling difficult liquids 
turn to be easy and simple. Choose the type of the liquid you plan to work with and start pivoting. And assistance will accompany you through all steps and give you hints for a better pivoting results. In case you are working with a liquid which is not listed in here, you can easily create your own liquid type just by clicking on new and adding the requested parameters and you will be fine. Documentation gaps. Pivoting steps are extremely tedious to document in the lab manually. Detailed documentation of pivoting steps is extremely time consuming, which makes it nearly impossible to document this manually. Gaps in experiments documentation may lead to overlooking of errors and repetitivity issues later on. With a new feature pivoting record, documentation is a no-brainer. As default, the Puppet Manager does not start recording of your pivoting steps unless you press new recording. Multiple recording can be recreated, paused, and continued. We can also switch between several recording. If recording is no more requested, you can easily finish recording by clicking on a button, finish recording. The report can be exported as a PDF file, not editable, with all relevant information and changes to the status of a recording, like pause or continue, and are documented with date and time step. Why should you switch to a connected electronic pipette? Among all benefits about the digital system, there are three features which I would like to highlight here. Better usability, fast input or volume, speed, operating mode, and liquid type. Better reproducibility, liquid manager helps you to handle challenging liquid. Better documentation, record all your pivoting steps. And as a consequence, you will experience stress-free pivoting. There is a virtual tool for you to get familiar with this digital system, which makes you able to experience the features set online and their benefits without the actual device. Please go to www.epinet.com slash pipette-manager-demo. Clickable features demonstrate along six missions. Select a pipette set, change the volume, change the speed, change the operating mode, change the liquid type, document your popping steps, and you will be fine. So now it's time for uh, the live demo. For this, now I'm handing over to my colleague, Dr. Marurudo. And over to you. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, Amit, and thanks, Eva, for the kind introduction. Um, and hi, everyone from my side. I will start with a live demo now, so you can actually see the uh, device in action, which I think is the best thing about it. Okay, so here you can see I have the device in front of me, and I have three connected pipettes, and I will guide you through the details of it. 
So first, um, if you want to connect a pipette, it's pretty easy. You simply open up the battery compartment and, and add a Wi-Fi module into it. So below is the battery and here's the Wi-Fi module. You can connect all pipettes produced from 2015 onwards um, who have a, an on and off switch, a soft key and a USB port here. Okay, and um, you only have to check with the connected pipettes that uh, the software version is up to date. So if you have an older one, you can connect it to your pipette manager or to your computer and simply do an update of the software. So the Wi-Fi option is um, possible to use. Um, yeah, in addition, it's also possible to get some more functions or more operating modes, which you usually don't have with Explorer pipettes, you actually get them um, the same ones, so the same operating modes as the Explorer Plus versions have. That's quite a nice benefit. In general, you can use the pipette manager to define the settings um, for the pipette uh, using the touch display. And um, now you can also use it for uh, just recording and documenting all your pipetting steps in detail. How this looks, I will show you now. So um, how it makes pipetting much more convenient. So let's start um, with the home screen here. You can see it um, that you can enter the volume here, the aspiration and the dispensing speed. You can change the liquid type, chip selection and an operating mode. In addition, you can select different pipette sets. So here you can see the three pipettes which are connected to the pipette manager. Um, there can be more connected pipettes, but only the ones I selected in the pipette set um, will be changed um, with the settings. If I change some settings here, uh, they will be changed on these pipettes only and not the other ones. Okay, how this looks like, um, if I enter the 100 microliter, you also get a little bit of a guidance here. So 100 microliter is uh, possible for all three pipettes I have here. So this is the 1200 microliter pipette, 1000 microliter pipette and 100 microliter pipette. You can see if I add some lower value like 20 microliters, only the lowest pipette is um, active. If I add a different value, like 900 microliters, you can also see only the larger volume versions are active. So you get help with selecting the right pipette for what you're doing. With the pipetting mode, this looks quite simple, but if you continue with other operating modes, for example, like the pipetting and mix option, um, the usability becomes more apparent. So you can see, you can define different um, cycles. So the mixing cycles, you can define the volume with which to mix it. And if we look at a different operating mode, which is even more complex, like sequential dispensing, you can see the advantage even more apparent. So here you can see that um, it's uh, a nice advantage to have this nice overview here. So you can uh, much faster enter all the volumes. And in addition, you can spot errors, which is more complex if you do it on a pipette itself. And in addition here, you can see it's quite nice that uh, you get the guidance which pipette you use because usually you would have to add those values up and see if it's possible to be done with the, um, the pipette version you're using. So for example, these six values which are active now can only be used with a 1200 microliter pipette. If I change it to, um, to five values, so just the first five here are gonna be dispensed then both pipettes of the large uh, versions can be used. So yeah, you get some guidance with this. Okay, now we go back to the normal pipetting mode. 
and to the next exciting thing, which is liquid type. So Eppendorf has some predefined liquid types, which you can select from. For example, if we choose a viscous liquid type, three things happen. So first you have um, the pipetting assistance telling you to wait for full aspiration. So if um, a liquid is viscous, it moves slowly. So it helps if you wait until it's properly aspirated. So you get this little reminder. In addition, the speed is set to automatic here. So the pipette manager calculates the required speed for each pipette version. So if you have a 1000 microliter version, the speed is different than a 100 microliter version. So this happens automatically. And the third thing which is happening is that unsuitable operating modes are disabled. So for example, before we were in the pipetting mode and now it's switched automatically to reverse pipetting, which helps to produce better pipetting results um, for viscous liquids. Now let's have a look at um, the other liquid type, acetone. I select acetone. Here, two things happen. So first you get a notification that pre-wetting is going to happen. Pre-wetting is only pipetting up and down a liquid before transferring it. This is necessary for volatile liquids because they have um, a higher vapor pressure. And with a high vapor pressure, the liquid can evaporate the air cushion expands and it will um, push the liquid out of the pipette tip. I think if you've seen it in a lab before, if some liquid was dripping out of your pipette tip, uh, it is possible that it was a volatile liquid like ethanol, methanol, acetone, um, because there the uh, vapor pressure is quite high. And this can be quite annoying if you're working um, with some compound which contains a volatile liquid. But now we want to see how this looks like. So um, first I'm going to show you how it looks like with a mechanic pipette. I have a research plus here. And if we don't have the liquid type, I have some nail polish remover containing acetone. And I will take up this liquid um, without the liquid type, just taking it up and I can show you how the liquid is dripping out of the pipette tip. I hope you can see it. Um, so I'm losing quite a bit if I'm not really fast at pipetting. So I'll put it back into the tube. And now we do the comparison with the liquid type. Okay, I select, let's go back to the pipetting mode. Let's select 1000 microliters. Okay, I select the 1000 microliter pipette, take up a tip and try to find position so you can see it properly. Okay, so if I'm aspirating, you see that uh, one pre-waiting step was performed before the liquid was taken up and you can also see that no liquid is dripping out of the pipette tip anymore. So just one pre-wetting step was enough here. But I can also show you if I put the liquid back in, discard the pipette tip and place the pipette back so you can see it. That if I now change the volume, also the number of pre-wetting steps will change. So if I go to 950 microliters, for example, and now I just pretend to pipette, but I 
press aspirate, you can see, have a look at the display, you can see that the display will show you how many pre-weighting steps will be performed. So here you see three pre-weighting steps are performed before you can dispense liquid again. Yeah, so this shows that the pipette manager calculates how many pre-weighting steps are required based on the volume you chose, but also on the um, air cushion above the volume. So this is um, in relation and um, here it's important to select the right number of pre-weighting steps to get the best results. But just in case you don't want to rely on the Eppendorf predefined liquid types, we have an option under menu. You can go to the liquid manager and define your own liquid types. So just select new. And there you have different options. For example, volatile liquids, you can select different vapor pressures, viscous liquids, you can select um, liquids of different dynamic viscosity, or if you want to uh, do a customized version, you can select either individual pre-weighting steps or automatic pre-weighting steps. And you can select um, the required pipetting speed. So you can just optimize depending also on the requirement how precise your pipetting results need to be. You can just define it yourself and save it, share it with your colleagues and make your pipetting results much more reproducible. I will enter the even now. Okay. Okay. So now let's come to the new feature on our uh, pipetting records. So if you want to start the pipetting record, you only click on new recording. We give it a title, whatever suits your application. We call it obviously the VIP experiment. It's very important. Mm, okay. We simply confirm it and start the recording. Now you can see with the recording badge up here um, that the recording is active. So you have this green badge up here if an active recording is going on. So now we simply perform one um, pipetting step. I select aqueous liquid types and pipetting mode 950 microliters and I click on aspirate and dispense. And now this was a normal pipetting step I performed. Now I want to show you what happens if I perform an error. So I slowed down the aspiration speed for this so I can show it better if I take the pipette um, and I aspirate and then I pretend to make a mistake and I eject the tip during aspiration. So obviously that wasn't meant what I that wasn't what I wanted to do. So uh, this was an error and we can have a look how this looks like in our recording. So both steps have been recorded and we can access uh, them over the open recordings menu here. If you click on the recording badge, you come to this menu and you have three different um, recordings types you can look at. So you have the active recording, the ones one we just started. Then we have uh, the pause recordings, which you started previously, and there are also remote recordings. The pause recordings you can access by going on switch recording. So if you want to continue a recording for a different experiment, you could say switch recording now and continue this one. And from different accounts, you can claim also this recording and continue it, but only if you're an admin, this is possible. If you're not an admin, then um, you can't claim it. If you want to have a look at our experiment right now, we go on about this recording 
and see all the details here. So we have the title, uh, the start date, the associated pipettes. Here yeah, I only used one pipette so far. And down here we have the events. If we have want to have a closer look at the events, we open them. So far, three events were recorded. So uh, first that I started the recording, that was the first event. Then the second event is the first pipetting step I performed which I performed correctly. So we have the pipette serial number, the volume, the pipetting mode, the liquid type, and the speed. If we have a look at the other event where I pretended that I made a mistake, can have a look, same things are recorded, but you have the notification tip ejected during pipetting operation. So you see, if you, perform, if you have an error during pipetting, this will be recorded, so no errors are lost. If you go back to the home screen, you can see that you can also say pause recording and select work without recording if you want to do something else which you don't want to record at the moment. Then you can also see the, um, the recording batch up here went from green to white, so it's not recorded anymore. If you want to continue your recording, simply press continue recording down here and select continue and you can continue with your experiment. Um, if you decide that you're finished with your recording, you can select finish recording and select finish and lock. So that means you can't continue this experiment anymore, um, but you can export it. So I finished this experiment, get the notification and under menu, I find the pipetting records here. So all the finished records are down here. And if I select our experiment, I can go on the export button here in the upper corner. I have a USB stick in the back of the device and can say confirm and it's exported as a PDF document. Perfect. Okay, so this was the demo uh, of the new feature today. And if you want to see this for yourself, you can also try out our demo tool. Um, which Hamid mentioned. So this is a very nice option just to go through all the functions by yourself. Okay, thank you for today. And um, I'm curious what your questions will be. Marin for an excellent demonstration and an interesting presentation from Hamid before that. We have a few questions from the audience. If anyone else has a question, please feel free to post it in the questions box that appears on the top right of your screen. Um, so the first question I've got, um, Myron, this is for you. 
what is meant by individual adjustments of the pipettes? Um, that is a good question. Actually, many people don't know about it and um, that's why they don't use it. So um, this individual adjustment, uh, Hamid mentioned it in his presentation. So here you have the option to adjust to liquids which have different properties than water. So for example, if you have a liquid which has a higher density, your pipetting results will um, be incorrect. And if you want to adjust to that, it is possible to perform measurements. And if you enter these measurements into the Explorer pipette in combination with the density value, you can um, out let the pipette automatically adjust to this liquid. So measurement means that you um, actually uh, measure the weight of the dispensed volume. And if you perform this several times, you have an average value you can enter. And together with the density, the pipette can calculate um, that you actually um, dispense the correct amount. And um, we call it, so I have, you have different options, so either one point adjustment, two point adjustment, or three point adjustment. And uh, like it sounds, so you have uh, the option to either just enter um, the um, value for one volume you dispensed with your pipette or the volume of three different points. So, like, I don't know, 10%, 50%, and 100%, like for a calibration. Uh, if you enter those three points, you get the best adjustment and uh, the best results, uh, even with liquids which are not like water. So that's uh, what this is all about. Great, thank you. Um, and a question for Hamid. Um, are the electronic pipettes more sustainable? Well, a very good question, actually. Absolutely, I would say. Uh, sustainability is not about saving plastic only. Um, other aspects like ergonomics, reproducibility, etc., are indispensable if you would like to increase sustainability in your app. Um, while you increase the reproducibility of your results by using an electronic pipette, at the same time you reduce the material like lab consumables, reagents, and chemicals and therefore reduce the waste. Hmm. Furthermore, uh, by choosing an electronic pipette, you can save time, resources, and finally money. Uh, all these are possible just by reducing the effect of human factor by using an electronic pipette. That makes sense, thank you. Um, I've got another question for you, Hamid. Um, when you're using the electronic pipette, can an error in calibration be corrected? <laughs> well, this is this is a very interesting question. So, well, it depends on the type of error mm. caused through external parameters or the pipette itself. Obviously, the pipette is not able to be calibrated on its own. Um, if you mean using the pipette under different conditions that your pipette has been calibrated, the answer is definitely yes. If we talk about the different altitudes or using other type of liquids like ethanol, adjustment can help to readjust the pipette to the new environmental conditions. Just go to the setting and change the parameters and you will be fine. Thanks. Um, Maren, can you write programs on the pipetting manager? Um, so 
you can um, write programs on the Explorer pipettes, so small programs, so can combine different operating modes. Uh, for the pipette manager, it's not possible so far, but um, uh, we plan many extensions in the future for the pipette manager. So we call it the release train. So um, there will be more and more features coming up. Um, so we we listen to the customer what they want and um, see what is possible. So that's that's what I can say so far. Great, thanks. Um, and Hamid, which information can be documented using the pipette manager? I can take over. So uh, with the pipette manager, you can um, document, for example, the operating mode you are using, including the volume and the pipetting speed, so aspiration and dispensing speed. You can um, document the liquid type you were using, um, but also like if it's a more complex operating mode, it's not just the volume which is recorded, but for example, also mixing cycles. Um, and uh, it's also possible, like I showed you in the demo, that you can simply um, also record errors. I think that's probably one thing we all want to know if we did something wrong. Um, so then we definitely need uh, to document these these points or check if there was an error uh, in the pipetting. That yeah. makes sense. Thanks. Um, I think Hamid is still frozen. So yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've got uh, one more question for you. Let me see, unless something else has come in. Oh, we do just have a new question. Actually, this is quite related to what I was going to ask you. So I'll just ask this question. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we need in and out pipetting steps to wash or mix a difficult solute to a solvent. Can electronic pipetting help in such cases? Yeah, that's actually a very good question. So that's one uh, popular option you can um, use the electronic pipettes for. So you can um, define on the um, pipette manager or also on the electronic pipette itself um, that uh, you have mixing cycles. So you can define the number of mixing cycles, but also you vo the volume um, you want to mix with. So um, that is that is possible and uh, quite quite useful because you don't have to um, pipette up and down yourself. If you have to do it the whole day, it can get quite annoying. Um, so if the pipette can do it for you, it's quite quite nice. Cool. Thank you. Um, so we've reached the end of our questions. I do see that Hamid is back. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Just in time for the for the closing of the webinar. So thank you so much, both of you, for a very interesting presentation and demonstration. And thanks, of course, to our sponsor, Eppendorf. And finally, thanks to you, the audience, for taking the time to attend and listen in. So until next time, good luck in your research and goodbye from all of us at Eppendorf and Bite Size Bio. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Listen In from Bite Size Bio. To view the full presentation of this webinar or to browse the Listen In series, please see the episode description for links. Finding the right mentor can make all the difference in your research journey. But what if you don't have one? Look no further than Mentors at Your Benchside, the podcast that offers curated advice from experienced researchers on lab skills, techniques, and career progression. With short, easy-to-access episodes, you can get the help you need to succeed in the lab. 
visit bitesizebio.com forward slash podcasts or search for mentors at your bench site in your podcast app to subscribe and get help and advice from seasoned scientists. 